Section 2 of Understanding English Cathedrals by Esther Singleton and Others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 2. Pratt, the Cathedral Fabric. Who built the cathedrals of England is a question often asked, but not as yet satisfactorily answered. They are usually attributed to that bishop or abbot or prior in whose time they were erected. In support of the theory that these chief dignitaries of the church actually drew the plans for such building, and that the work was sometimes, at least, executed by monks or canons, we have the well-known facts that certain bishops, notably Gundolf of Rochester and William of Wickham, were architects of important buildings other than their cathedrals, hence, presumably, of these that architecture was one of the arts taught the monks at glastonbury and in other religious houses and that a contemporary manuscript history of st albans abbey now preserved at the british museum contains an illuminated picture in which monks are represented carving capitals and putting them in position also prior allen of walsingham was assuredly the architect of the famous ely octagon that many bishops were actually as well as nominally the architects of their own cathedrals i have no doubt and that many of the early monks to whom the church of their monastery was as dear as life itself and who had been instructed in the art of building should actually employ their hands in carving the stones of its columns seems not in the least improbable but it is not therefore safe to conclude that all english cathedrals were in reality the work of those bishops to whom they are attributed and whose part in the construction was doubtless confined to collecting funds and in general to the oversight of the enterprise the loose and exaggerated expressions of their biographers have led to this error but from the few detached accounts that have come down to us such as gervase's history of canterbury and william of wanda's account of the foundation of salisbury it is very clear that then as now professional architects were employed to make the designs of the churches and that the funds were raised by subscription and by sacrifices of income from all members of the chapter the willis that the churches were built with great religious enthusiasm and not perfunctorily there seems little doubt gervase's story of the building of canterbury is probably a faithful picture of other cathedral building and peter of blois writing early in the twelfth century chronicles the building of croyland abbey the laying of the cornerstone by the abbot the offerings of money and deeds of land advowsons of livings tithes of farms and their various products and tells us how the people of the poorer sort in their zeal for the house of god offered some a day's work for every month until the church was completed and some pledged themselves to build whole columns or pedestals or capitals so that the work went on in the midst of much love and devotion the church was to the medieval monk or canon at least to many such his chiefest joy for her sake he lived a lonely self-denying life the monastery which bounded the area of the lives of the community had for its centre the great church in which so large a proportion of their time was passed and to this they clung with affectionate loyalty 
the story of a cathedral building should be read with remembrance of the spirit in which it was erected the building itself should be entered not with the careless unthinking tread of the irreverent sightseer but with suitable regard for its dedication and for those who to-day minister within its walls End of section two